Hey, what's up everyone? It is Pastor Marcus here from the storychurchproject.com. Welcome to the Story Church Project podcast where our focus is how to redesign the local Adventist church to tell its story loud to a culture that is no longer listening. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear and that it inspires you to make a difference in your local church today. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Marcus here, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Story Church Project podcast. I want to start today by um, letting you guys know that I have done exactly as I said I would do. I've purchased a new microphone, and, and hopefully you can hear the difference in this episode. Um, this is a, a cool little mic I picked up um, just this week, actually, as, as I promised last week, because I wanted to improve the audio and the experience of those of you listening to the podcast. So um, I picked it up, and it was it was a good price. It, it wasn't too cheap, wasn't too expensive, and had some good reviews. And so here we are, guys. Uh, hopefully this will make it a much more enjoyable experience for those of you who have been messaging me saying you're really enjoying the podcast but we're um we're a bit distracted by the audio problems that the other microphone presented so anyways here we are and this week my focus or the theme that i want to talk about is why i can't stand busy churches why i can't stand busy churches now um before i dive into this episode i do want to say something it's a bit of a disclaimer um I, I love busy churches. I, I can't stand them, but I do love them. And I love them because really the, the truth is that busy churches, at least all the ones I've been to, they're doing their best to do what God has called them to do. And honestly, and I say this in humility, that, that's a ton more than can be said for many local SDA churches that are, are either just doing the absolute bare minimum just to keep the doors open or or are not doing anything meaningful at all. So look, I love busy churches, all right? So if you attend a busy church and you're listening to this, if you're a leader at a busy church and you're listening to this, uh, my hat off to you, love what you are doing. Now, of course, that leads to the question, if I love busy churches, why is it that I also can't stand them? Now, to answer that question, I, I, I got to invite you to come with me to World War II. Now, I know, I know, <laughs> it's another military metaphor. Um, I'm sorry, guys, I am a former Army sergeant, so I'm not sure you can blame me for this. Uh, it's, it's in my blood, okay? Now, I want to go back to, to World War II because I think there's an illustration here that's going to help me explain why it is that I can't stand busy churches. Uh, the Third Reich launched its campaign in Europe, and for anyone who knows anything about World War II, it was unstoppable. I mean, it conquered Poland and Denmark and Norway, Belgium, it swept through the Netherlands and France. They, they fell like dominoes, guys. They, they fell like dominoes. And, and even the British, they had an expeditionary force uh, numbering over 350,000 soldiers in France that were forced to retreat. And, and to everybody looking on, Hitler's regime looked unstoppable. It was an impressive military machine that was just sweeping through one nation after another. And, and one of the main contributions to this swift expansion, uh, if we want to call it that, uh, was a military tactic known as the Blitzkrieg. All right? Now, the Blitzkrieg literally, um, or at least from what I've read because I don't know German, it, it means lightning war. That's what it means. Um, and here's the thing, guys. I'm not a historian or anything like that. I'm not going to like go through some you know deep 
historical analysis of this stuff. I just I just want to look at something really brief and really basic here. Um, and I think it helps to illustrate my point on why I can't stand busy churches. But here we go. The Nazi Blitzkrieg was a strategy that basically concentrated on overwhelming force on a portion, on a small portion of the enemy defenses. And the goal was to smash through the line with shock and awe. Think of like a football, a football blitz, if you watch football. Very similar. Um, and, and so the goal was to smash through the enemy line, pour in behind the line before the defense had a chance to recover. That was the point. It, it was a hard and fast strategy that was supposed to leave the enemy thinking, man, what in the world just happened and defeated before they had a chance to even answer the question. And it worked, guys. It worked over and over and over again. Um, until it didn't. See, as the Third Reich expanded into the East, they hit Russia hard. The, the Blitzkrieg hadn't failed them yet, so, you know, let's do it again sort of thing. So they aimed at Moscow and gave it everything they had. But this time... The Blitzkrieg proved to be fatal. Now, there's a lot of complexity surrounding why the Blitzkrieg failed in Russia. And I am not going to pretend to, uh, like I said, have an in-depth analysis of this. But the campaign in Russia, is, it started with, with victories, but it, it ground to a halt and it was eventually repelled. And historians often look at the struggle in Russia and they agree, look, this is the moment where World War II turned around. This is where the tables were turned. So the Wehrmacht was pushed back to Berlin and shortly after Germany surrendered. Now, what does that have to do with why I can't stand busy churches? All right, you're probably sitting there listening and, and asking that question, Marcus, get to the point. Well, look, take it easy, all right? I'm getting to that. First, um, I wanna explain why the notorious Blitzkrieg failed in Russia and I am so glad it did. But but let's take a look at it because I think there's some there's some good lessons here. Um, there's Like I said, there's a lot of variables involved. So I'm just gonna highlight two. Right, I'm just going to highlight too. Uh, I'm not a historian and I have a lot of other things to do. So uh, that's all I'm focusing on. Uh, number one, poor intelligence. All right. So Hitler didn't appear to have done his homework. When his army entered Russia, they weren't prepared for the brutal winter. Uh, the, the ground turned to mush. So the, their heavy tanks and artillery got stuck. They couldn't, they couldn't move them. Um, and the cold was insane and the soldiers didn't have the proper winter gear. And this left them really vulnerable to the counterattack. And secondly, they were overstretched. Now, here's the thing. Because the Blitzkrieg is such a fast movement, the force that is launching this attack is formed like a column with tanks at the head and, and the infantry following on foot. So the tanks start the attack and then they're followed by the infantry and the artillery. And, and in Russia, the columns were stretched so thin that it prevented supplies from getting to the front quickly. And, and once again, again, just a small variable in a, in a much more complicated situation. But, but once again, this left the German army vulnerable to attack. All right, enough of the history lesson. Um, let me explain to you now why this illustrates why I can't stand busy churches. Number one, busy churches have poor intelligence. What do I mean by that? Well, like the Wehrmacht, busy churches tend to be too busy. This is my experience. I mean, maybe some of you go to busy churches that don't have this scenario. So, hey, that's cool. But it's my experience from the many busy churches I've been to, they're too busy to actually know what's going on in the battlefield. 
they have ministry here, ministry there, ministry everywhere, and their pastors and elders are bombarded with the incredible amount of admin it takes to keep this monster going. <laughs> and their members are racing for openings in the calendar, and people in general are so beat that they don't have time to be students of the culture. There's too much fast going on and not enough slow. So they don't have time to be students of the culture. And, and as a result, their ministries get stuck in this mire of irrelevance. And their members become ill-equipped to handle changes in the culture, which are happening almost on a daily basis. And number two, busy churches are also overstretched like the blitzkrieg column busy churches that their resources their time their finances their pastors their volunteers they're barely able to keep the machine going and and this leads to clergy burnout um it leads to the same people doing the same thing year after year so that their creativity starts to dwindle um it leads to a lack of cohesive ministry efforts everybody's just sort of doing their own thing there's no united vision no united mission it, it's too difficult to sort of get everyone together because there's too much going on and and in worst cases it, it leads to division because then ministries start fighting over the limited resources and time and volunteers and, and pastoral attention so here's why i can't stand busy churches i love them because they're busy and they're trying but i can't stand them because i've been to quite a few in my days and what i found is that they often give the false impression of success everyone seems to think the church is on fire because it's occupied but here's what i've discovered the problem is in, in a lot of these churches again maybe you go to one that's different but this is my experience um, you run around all year like a chicken without a head just here there and everywhere and then you get to the end of the year and you sit back and you're like what have we actually accomplished and you got nothing now what i've learned is that being busy and being productive uh, they're not the same thing uh, being busy and transforming lives is not the same thing. Being busy and making disciples, not the same thing. Being busy and honoring God, not the same thing. So rather than busy churches, I think we should aim to be simple, slow churches. Churches that are focused, churches that know what the mission and the vision is, and that work to accomplish it with unity and without sacrificing the slow and beautiful process of growing in love toward God and fellow man. Now, if you aim for this, I tell you, your calendar, your calendar is not going to be overloaded. <laughs> you won't have program after program to administrate. In fact, you might end up with extra time to get to know the culture and maybe even the person next to you. And I don't know about you, but uh, I like the sound of that. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the Story Church Project, Why I Can't Stand Busy Churches. If you have any thoughts, anything you want to share, please feel free to leave it in the comments. Find me on Facebook, Instagram as well. Leave some comments there. And I look forward to hanging out with you guys next week for our next interview. Who is it going to be? I got a mystery guest for you guys that I'm going to be interviewing next week. And I'm super duper excited about this mystery guest. And I know you guys are going to be as well. In the meantime, if you haven't had a chance yet, head over to thestorychurchproject.com, the book why is adventism so weird is now up and it's for sale 50 percent of all the proceeds go to the adra um here in australia the dream track project which is a project 
that focuses on uh, mentoring young indigenous and Torres Strait Islander kids to give them uh, opportunities that they don't necessarily have as easily as other people in society do. So check it out, guys. I uh, hope you enjoy. I hope you're blessed by that. And I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's latest episode of the Story Church Project podcast. I hope you were blessed. If you haven't yet had a chance, I want to invite you to head over to thestorychurchproject.com and subscribe to the newsletter. Not only will you get the latest updates every week, but I'm also going to send you a free gift straight to your inbox. You don't want to miss it. I'll catch you on the next one.